0: Your beauty is our duty. Folks, welcome to the iHealth Channel, the Fit and Fab Channel, iHealth Radio, the usual, with your host, Hurricane H, uh, new day, show, new topic, new guest, uh, uh a different angle and i like this angle today you guys you know it's not something we talk about all the time because it's got to do with children it's got to do with illustration and you know you know different things so different angle uh but with me my guest that uh, she is a coach she's a trainer she's a yogi she is an illustrator she is an author she's a lot of things <laughs> and we're going to talk about all those things and how they all fit and now how how they all kind of tie into the discussion of today. And it's really, uh, you know, she has a new book, and so we're going to talk about the book and the the reason behind the book, the story behind it, and what's that book's uh, main message and how it's going to help people. So without any further ado, I have with me Sarah Finesse. Sarah, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Hurricane H, for having me. I'm grateful Uh, to be here.
0: My pleasure, my pleasure. So uh, let's talk about you, Sarah, your journey. Uh, First of all, like your background in terms of like, you know, where it started and how I know you had, uh, I guess, early childhood, you know, education kind of background. So we can talk about that part, because I think that may have been the motivator behind the book. And again, you're going to tell us all that. But also I want to learn about your yoga, your your personal, uh, the training piece of it and all the stuff. So we're going to touch on the fitness, the health, the book, you know, the whole nine.
1: Yes, absolutely. I have a background in early childhood education. So I was working with Kids as young as two years old. And as I grew up, I uh, moved up in the age groups that I was working with and really focused on the art aspect of the teaching. So getting them creative. um, And a big theme uh, for my early childhood education was the Reggio philosophy. So allowing them to see materials and just being inspired. By them to want to create um, is kind of the grounding that I started the foundation of it. And from there, I ended up in the fitness field. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a big jump, but my book is kind of marrying my uh, teaching art teacher with my yoga and fitness uh, oh, chapter.
0: So, th- thank you, Sarah. So let let's break down the early childhood just for people who may not know i mean this show you know broadcasts all over the world so some people may not be familiar with the concept of early childhood and the way we have it in the states for example uh and different programs and and what it entails if you can just give us some of that and and you know the type of things that are being taught to the the children at that age uh you know so if you can give us a little bit more just a deep dive on that just to share share the light on that if you don't mind
1: Yeah, absolutely. So early childhood can be anywhere from uh, one, two years old to about uh, pre-K, kindergarten, sometimes up to second grade area, depending on who's looking at it. Um, So very formative years for kids and just exploring all different kinds of things uh, from underwater creatures and you know, space just very lightly. Um, The Reggio philosophy is based on inspiring kids by providing materials for them to choose from. So they are able to kind of move around freely and teachers and educators can see what they're naturally drawn to and take note of that. Um. Their art is presented more freely rather than everyone is creating the exact same craft or uh, focused image.
0: So so it isn't like almost a a foundation block of, of the early days of any one of us, you know, in terms of education, but it's a more creative aspect of it where you allow the children... To be free to to really discover who they were and uh, not be guided to a certain way or like have the same pattern across the board when everybody is doing the same. This is more like everybody can be who they are.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: so it's funny because I mean I as I asked the question people may think like well we we understand early childhood you know but but do we really understand it and and that's the thing I mean some people may not have kids some people may just be getting kids and and again there's different levels I'm assuming also in terms of the kids you know and the abilities that they have and so on and so forth are they you know because I'm I'm not sure if that was also part of the curriculum were you able to you know work with different levels of children's capacities and maybe like autism and other uh type of um, I guess situations, you know, that the children may have?
1: Oh, yes. Um, all, you know, everyone was welcome in the space and included and respect for everyone as an individual. So getting to learn each student for who they are, their favorite color, you know, um, their family, you know, their family pictures and what their family looked like. And, putting that on display around the room to create more of a cozy feel um, for the classroom.
0: All right. Well, so, so, but I do have a question now when, when again, when you hear early childhood, do you think that it's, it's a formal, you know, education process, you know, that everybody goes through? Um, Is that the reality of things? I mean, is that a special program that you have to sign up for? Anybody can actually get registered for this program, you know, regardless of, uh, you know, I guess, financials or, because, I mean, I'm assuming this is not, pri- this is private, this is not, you know, school business. I mean, this is not like um, public, you know, if you want to call it that way.
1: Right. Um, there, I mean, there are public uh, areas of early childhood education. Um, I worked in a private school, so they had a specific um, private education or private early childhood education department So those would definitely be run a little bit more differently, depending on uh, what the philosophy
0: was. So, so I'm going to ask a question just out of limb here because there's always that you know the question like, well, private versus public. Usually, people tend to believe private is better. Is that even a reality of things? Is that true? I mean, just from an educator.
1: Uh, I would. It's hard for me to answer that just because. (laughs) um i only taught in private schools so no no that's that's
0: perfectly fine again it just because you know some you know someone literally just having kids or planning to have their kids register somewhere they might have options and they might have to think about well which one is which again i mean the consensus or at least the idea that we we hear all the time is that uh, you put kids in private school it's always going to be a better outcome different curriculum and you know the the attention that they get a little bit more i mean uh, we hear horror stories about maybe some of the public systems. Not all of them. I mean some of them are just as good, but but depends what state and depends what city and what community things have, you know, shifted. So again, it was just a question in general because I know people probably like, well, I'd like to know more. Now obviously your answer is clear. You were in the in the the private sector. You would not be able you're not able to actually compare or or give any advice otherwise. And that's that's just fine too. So thank you for being just as candid. You know, and listen. I mean, you, you're right. That's it. That's what you know. But but if someone you know wants to get in, I mean, it's certainly a program that can help people have a better, I guess, foundation and get a good kickstart. You know, to or head start, if you want to call it, in terms of the next education system and whatever they go into public or, or if they continue private, private doesn't matter. Same thing. But they'll have a little bit more of abilities, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yes, and exposed to more material um, and then just getting that social aspect and practice in early. So, you know, greeting their peers, that kind of thing, Uh, sitting in a circle together and, you know, uh, taking turns sharing, depending on if they have siblings or not.
0: Mm, Cool. So, So, Sarah. You you said something that was interesting. You went from education to fitness. <laughs> what, what was that? You know, what was the trigger? You know, what was the, the the momentum? Like you're here and all of a sudden like, I'm not doing this. I'm going here. And then all of a sudden now you're integrating both, which is actually awesome because many people do that. They shift things and then somehow it it kind of almost backfires and then everything gets back, you know, connected at a certain point of their life. But 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 there's there's something that triggered this transition into the fitness. Now, obviously, listen, fitness is part of what we're supposed to be doing. It's part of our wellness and so on and so forth. And you do different things there. But but you were an educator, and then now you're into a different. Well, technically, you are training. You are yes, in the fitness one. <laughs> if you want to look at it yeah. that way. So, but what was your main reason or 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 moment? Uh, you know that that changed your life in terms of of, of making that decision.
1: Yeah. Yoga was something that I did, um, as a hobby and a relaxation tool from work. Um, and I had a chance to travel and, um, get certified with, uh, in yoga train as a yoga instructor. So, you know, sometimes, and when I got the certification, I didn't see it going very far. And I think, Not putting a limit on where things can go is definitely important because I didn't see myself going very far, you know, doing much with it. And it really has just blossomed more than I anticipated.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's an awesome thing because first of all, it's funny because you you were doing this as a a means of relaxation or just, you know, to get away with things and just get you nice and, you know, in the right place in the, the zone, right? But then it just evolved, like how you know, this is cool. I can I can certify in this and you know, and now but but you didn't give it a you know a thought that it's gonna be it, you know. You, at the at the beginning, it seems that it was like, okay, I just got a certification, that's it. But somehow you just found yourself into it and you got more and more involved with it and and went through it, you know, and got more certifications and you coaching and training people. Yes. So what, what was that time frame? <laughs>
1: um, about three two or three years. Um, so I started applying it in the school that I was teaching first with the kids Mm -hmm. and, uh, then ended up teaching, um, at a gym and just continued on from there. I think that whole mentality of just starting with something small and not putting so much pressure into it is my approach with the children's book as well. So you know fitness doesn't have to be intense you know you can approach it from a fun angle and just start to warm up to the idea or find movements or activities that you just genuinely enjoy rather than seeing it as this like you know I have to push really hard um you know and that's not necessarily for everyone but moving around and finding out, okay, this stretch, I really, uh, feels good for me. I need this stretch or, you know, finding what resonates with you and what feels good for you.
0: Well, so I love that. I mean, you started with, with doing at the school and, and almost kind of like, you know, doing two things that you love at the same time, and then you evolved it. But I like the angle of sl- something slower and you just, you don't go crazy. And and to your point, yoga is, type of fitness and it, it does give you a lot of things but it's not as intense as may, maybe some other type of modalities and formats so it's it's for some people that may just want to get into that lighter spectrum that doesn't mean that you're not going to get strong and stuff but you know and, you know there's a lot of merits to yoga and people use it you know in a lot of different aspects of life and, and even fitness models but but you know you use that and then and then you use that concept in you mentioned the book and we're going to talk about it shortly now is that the only fitness programming that you do or you've you've certified in other things
1: Um a personal trainer and I teach a uh, fitness introduction fitness 101 classes and so just start getting people started on their fitness journey and finding exercises or stretches that that they like and even with yoga you know there are people that are very heavy there's all different kinds of yoga and you can go really hard. But if you're brand new to it, uh, just something to kind of get your toe in the water.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, listen, like everything else, right? You, you got to get started and you got to test the waters and get you know comfy with things before you get into the deep dive. But but that's usually for everyone. I mean, I, I have not actually tried yoga personally, and I know that if I were to start it, it would be like small steps because <laughs> you know i don't know if i can just go in and jump in and be doing all the stuff that i see some people do some amazing you know things right and i don't know if i'm i'm, I'm going to be able to do that like day one but but i'm i'm certainly you know sure that with the work and slowly in in few i guess weeks and months you know you'll get to a certain point where you're like hey this is this is me i like this and and it works right but that's that's great for everything and you know and i think that concept is an important piece to share with people because like, every, small steps, but great achievements in time. Uh, you know, because you, you go big bang, you know, right right off. You know, you might not like things. You might just hurt yourself. You might not just be, you know, feel it right away, and then that's it. And, you know, you turn your mind, like, this is not for me. Maybe sometimes people make that mistake, and we do that mistake sometimes. Like, you go all in, but then you realize, like, mm, this is not it. But maybe if we took a different approach and took the steps to appreciate something, you know, you'll enjoy more. I mean, it's like about i mean it's a bad analogy but if you go to a buffet and you just like get all that heavy stuff you know right away and you just that's it you're done you, you can you know but if you go in and get some appetizer and take your time and enjoy yeah. everything that's there you'll enjoy more time and you probably get through the whole menu you know selection but if you did it wrong it's not gonna work for you and i mean it's it's almost the opp- opposite of the discussion today about fitness you know talking about buffet but <laughs> but that that can, <laughs> that, can, that, can, that can that can be anything right um uh, even, even running, right? I mean, if you're running, let's keep it with the fitness, you know, you sprint, that's it. You got a hundred meters whatever. And you know, you know, you're dead. So, <laughs> <It's over. laughs> but if you start slowly a jog, you know, and you can pace yourself, you can do a lot more. And that's really what happens. You know, a lot of people can do marathons and maybe they can't do a sprint. I don't know. But, um, but the idea is we know that not the best sprinters in the world, can, you know, are not really the ones that are running the, the 1500s and the 3000, 5000 and all these other, you know, type of athletic, you know, competitions. So it's all that, but slowly but surely, I think that's that's a good expression that everybody, you know, is comfortable with and it works you know um, at least for me that that's i agree to that concept you know you don't go now i do believe in like um go big or or you know or not but that's on on ideas you know like you know you're gonna do something do it right oh yeah but but that doesn't mean you're just you know gonna go overnight become this you know success or or whatever it is you're gonna start small steps you gotta crawl walk then run you know that's that's how yeah, that's how it works <laughs> at least that's the, the, the way the the nature has intended to be right um so sarah uh, you you did this, so you've been spending your time teaching people. And by the way, I love the idea of the one-on-one and helping people get you know accustomed to the fitness world. Because again, some people may, you know, for people that been in fitness or in in some sort of a gym format all their life, it's it's natural, right? It's part of life. But some people don't have that, and then they just realize at a certain point in their life they're not in the best shape, you know, they can't breathe well, they're heavy, the weight is is overwhelming, a lot of things can happen. Their health is not where it needs to be. The doctors sometimes say, it's time for you to hit a gym, it's time for you to get a personal trainer, it's time for you to do this. That's when they start. And so it is a prop for someone who has not been conditioned to this from day one. Now you deal with those people and you are helping them. If you don't mind sharing with people, if they're listening right now, watching if you're in that situation, what would be a good advice to give them? Because it is it is hard, you know, to start any regimen of anything in general all of a sudden. So what's what's your best advice on that one?
1: Um knowing their why, um, mm. figuring out why why now do they want to start? Um and also knowing that they're gonna be it's not gonna be a perfect perfect journey and you know there's room to kind of get off track and Mm -hmm. just be willing to get back on um and that comes back to why you're doing it in the first place so if if it's something that you truly want to do then uh it makes getting back on the track a lot easier
0: oh listen i mean again people They do decide. I mean, we we hear this all the time. New Year's resolution. Everybody wants to to get into that, right? And then a month, two months later, people give up. It is a hard journey and and you have to have some commitment. And to your point, it's like what what was the reason you're you're in this in the first place? And if it's gonna be, you know, something's gonna be life changing for you and, and health wise, you're gonna get better. I mean, that's like a good outcome and you need to get there. So you know, I mean, I think that's, that's very sound advice for people. And then they have, it has to also to come from them. I'm, I'm assuming that if yes. they're not participating the right way, your results are not going to mean anything. Right. You're not, no matter what you do, it's got to take some uh, investment.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Planting your seeds.
0: Oh, that's, that, that's like everything else, right? I mean, we sometimes some of these concepts are almost like applicable to all other walks of lives that, you know, life things that we do, you know, whether it's business, family, relationships, this, that, they all apply the same way. If you have something that you want, you got to know that you have to, it's going to take some time. You got to build to it and you have to be committed to it. That's it. Yes. With, with none none of that, probably things are not going to work out. And then you'd be like, Oh. This is—I don't know what happened. <laughs> you gotta look here. You—you you weren't there, right? So, um, all right. Now, now you—you did—you do all this work, and that's actually your core work, if I'm not mistaken. To date, that's what you do. Yes. Uh, but then you decided to write a book. That is for children's, you know, purposes, right? Yes. So, so, so. Um, so well, by the way, before I go there, the fitness that you do and all the stuff is—is is I'm assuming adults, or there is there is also children in the mix.
1: Um, adults mostly. And okay. then, uh, sometimes starting some kid workshops every once in a while.
0: Okay, good. So you, so you, you, you still, you still do your thing, right? With the children yes. and the education, that's part of you. You know, it's amazing. Like some of the stuff is, is in your DNA. You can't get rid of it. It's part of it really who is. you are. And you, at first, the first opportunity you're going to get to, to give back or to, to do something with children. You're always going to do that. Now, I, maybe, you have, I don't know if you have your own kids, but I think that, you know, um, Do you have kids? I do not. Okay. So I guess you have a lot of kids. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you you deal with a lot of kids. You've been dealing with a lot of kids. Uh, So, so now your idea for the book and first of all, what's the name of the book? And then what is the main idea of the book?
1: Uh, It's called Iris's magical yoga adventure. So um, Iris and her mom, Iris's mom teaches her about uh, different landmarks around the world through movement. Mm -hmm. And, So just teaching kids um, about different topics through using their body and aligning that with their breath. So adding that creativity, I would hope maybe it would inspire kids to, you know, create their own movements to information they're learning or just be creative in how they move around, you know, move in new ways. It has some fun uh creative art activities in the back for them to to help enforce the learning
0: so so sorry the the you using keywords creativity art movement and you know and these are like powerful you know discussion topics I mean movement alone is important right I mean and, and you're in the world of movement I mean your guys about movement and and fitness is about movement uh, by the way you know in the last month or so I've had so many shows and the word movement has been pro- probably present in almost every one of them. Uh, and, and it's amazing because when you're into, you're doing your thing, you don't think the word movement, you think workout, you think exercise, you think other things, but the key word is movement, your body, your muscles, your joints, everything has to be moving. And, you know, and it's, that's what it is. And it doesn't have to be intense. It could be light. And, and that's the part, but what you're doing is like, I love the idea of like, there's, Landmarks around the world, and it's a childish, you know, I- ideology. Like it's for kids, and so you know, their their memory or the or the imagination is vivid, and you are getting them to learn something with the concept. And 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 uh, you know, it's amazing because that creates also some of their mind to actually work. I think because because we all like if you read a book, we all visualize things, and, yes. and and that's that's powerful. Now, is this an illustrated book or this is just uh, so it is an illustrated? Book?
1: Yes, it's an illustrated. Um, uh-huh. I did the illustrations um myself. Yourself? Yes. Nice. All
0: <laughs> and right. the
1: story invites at the end uh kids to create their own character um to submit in for a new book. So hopefully they it will inspire them to want to write and uh illustrate as well.
0: Wow. So so you basically your purpose is to encourage children, you know, creativity and and get them to really Find themselves into it, and to your point, and maybe even create a character, and create a whole story about that character, and, and, yeah. and, and similar mimic the actual. <laughs> you, I mean, obviously you use the yoga as a, as a as a base with with travel, you know, which basically gives enough, i mean, you have to give a, a context, right? You know, of, of what this is, and and you did that, but but the ideology is 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 amazing because if I'm reading the book, and I'm I'm not a child, but I, you know, listen, I actually still like comics and and, and children's <laughs> you know, so you know i'm i'm a big fan of those especially illustrative stuff that i grew up with those things you know i mean that was actually my strength when i was a kid i read a lot of the, if you had a comics or it had an illustration or any children book i used to read you know there was like i'm just any story, I would be like all over it. In the, see, before they, we didn't have games. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you didn't have stuff like that. You know, and TV was limited. So all you did is like, you have the books. I mean, you read in you're in a book. You're in the park, you get got a book. You, and obviously I didn't read the big books, you know, at the time, you know, as a kid, but, but with illustration, with visual, it's just like, it's like you're watching. It. It's a cartoon, you know, you go into it. Yeah. You're enjoying it and, like, and you want mm-hmm. and some of these are series and you want the next one and the next one. And, and believe it or not, I found, as I grew up, that back stuff that I had when I was a kid helped me a great deal in my education, in my, you know, now I grew up in in a French, you know, system. So my French, for example, you know, was I would say impeccable into a degree. And because and, and it was good, you know, because I had a lot of reading that that was that was built in into vocabulary and all the stuff. And so also imagination was different, you know, if you're reading and you're like open to all these things and and it 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 has an impact no matter how you do it that at least that's my experience now maybe different for other people but i know at least from other people that i know who actually had the same or similar you know uh childhood with books and stuff and they're just different how they operate today you know in in their you know adulthood so it's amazing that these things are are important or building blocks i would say for our children now my my kids you know they started with those books but then all of a sudden you know we had all this technology and now we have all this digital stuff and then you know, yeah it changes a little bit dynamics but nothing beats an actual good book right there's there, that's just still reality it um, is i agree begin a book reading it even for your eyes is pretty good i mean it doesn't hurt you the same way as if you have a you know one of those devices because you can yeah. read a book now watch it or whatever but you know it's not the same um but but so so you use art, use creativity, use different concepts. Uh, and in the purpose, you want the children to really just extract what they have and there and, and and really build creative, you know, creativity stuff in their mind and 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 get it out of there. Because I think everybody has creativity in them. The question is, is it somewhere deep, buried, or is it out? You know, sometimes it needs a little trigger, some, some, some things to actually kind of get it going. Uh, and something like this, and especially it's a book that that's teaching them and and almost encouraging them to do it. It is encouraging if I'm mistaken. that's that's really the purpose. at the end of the book, you said they're supposed to do that.
1: yes. Um, it is encourage it is encouraging. And then with a with a friend or a parent or a guardian, um, creating a bond through that as well. So making it a meaningful experience so the parent or whoever's doing it with them um they're building connection and uh, building that relationship whatever that so is
0: what what age group is the book
1: uh probably around second third grade fourth grade Oh, that,
0: between that's, five
1: and ten
0: that's that's the age where the mind is you know just Ready, just just grab on stuff. You know, I mean, take more, and, and it's very creative at that point. I mean, I think I think you know the children, they're amazing. You know, at that age, they just have so much potential, and you got to get into it. Now, again, I mean, your background obviously helps because you understand how the children work and their mind, and you've you know you were teaching kids and you've you've seen them in different you know environment and helped them. So this is actually something. Now, this is your first book, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. So,
1: a very exciting process
0: <laughs> it, well, it is I mean, I'm sure it's not easy, and uh, you know, and to publish a book it, it takes time, you need, you need a lot of stuff um uh, but 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 yeah, the idea behind it is very core and important i mean I'm assuming there's there's going to be a series, and i'm I'm being wishful here because I think that when you do something like this you you can't stop, you're probably gonna do a lot more, and uh obviously it depends on the demand and and how it plays, but the idea if you did one, you want to do a second one, it just you can't stop um um now inspiration let's talk about that the book how does it how can it inspire you know these children in 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 getting more creative what's 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 there to actually really guide that inspiration from?
1: um i think moving in different ways so just getting your body moving is going to get the mind going as well so you're continuously doing the same types of movements all the time. Uh, changing that up can spark creativity. Um, and there are some uh, life lessons incorporated in there. Um, and like I said, the, the activities at the end. So just uh, that it invites kids to create their own in general, you know, rather and take that learning outside of just the book. So it's not just, okay, read the story and that's it, but let's be hands-on and apply that with our full body.
0: No, no, sir. I'm assuming the landmark you mentioned traveling around the world with different landmarks. I mean, you, these are real, you know, areas of the world. So it's also educating them in terms of, the travel and destinations and what's out there. So yes. it is, it is literally giving them, you know, they all grew up knowing what those places are and things. So, but it's more of an artistic way for them to really remember. Cause sometimes using different ways to, to, from memory, you know, these things will not go away. Cause I mean, you can teach people geography and they'll forget about it overnight. But if they, if it's a journey, if it's like a story, like, and you follow it, those things, they don't go away. They stay in your memory. And I think that that is that is a unique approach about it because you are teaching them a lot of things. To your point, it's a lifestyle, it's the movement, is the travel, and the different parts of the world, and so on and so forth. And so these are things that they can easy, easily apply in the future as they grow up because it's gonna be with them for life. I remember all the stories. Too. You know, I think I remember every story that I read. You know, when I was a kid, I mean, to a degree, all the details, but some of the main ones. You know, they're still here. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's fifty years later, but I still, <laughs> still in the world, right? <laughs> but, but it's it's important. So now, why is this book important to you?
1: Um, I think it takes learning and, uh, in creating uh, connections with others with learning and making it an experience, uh, so that you're sharing it with somebody else. Um so playing into that kinesthetic learner i know for me getting hands on with something really helps it resonate with me so just opening opening minds and kind of getting out of the stress in people's heads and kids heads um and bringing their attention into their body and just finding that calm calming sensation of matching their movement with their breath.
0: So you you mentioned kinesthetic learning or or Learn. So what is that? I mean, can you, can you explore that uh, more?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we talked about the visual learner. Um, The kinesthetic learner is hands-on and using movement and body. So rather than reading how to make bread in a book, you know getting the ingredients out and getting their hands in it um to learn and really, for me that is a lot more on. meaningful
0: <laughs> yes exactly it's hands on. it's like, but that's actually believe it or not <laughs> you know we don't realize how important that is in our life until you actually graduate from college and stuff because every a lot of stuff you you read you study is theory you know you go to the real world it's not the same typically, right? You know, you got to get into the mix and get, you know, hands dirty, as they say, and get in. And, and, and so that concept, you know, it sounds unique when you hear it, but it's really an important concept for life because if you, you can be visually like, you, I, I like to, to see things, you know, and and, and and absorb easily from a video or, whatever, or an audio, right? But, but there is nothing that beats when you actually do things. You practice things, things become easier. simple. It's, you know, practice makes perfect. That goes across the board. But anything that you do, you know, physically, you becomes do you learn it faster and it's going to become better for you and so on and so forth. So it is a practice that we should all actually have, you know, some sort of tendency to apply in our lives. And especially at that age, if they get to really get involved and, and 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 do the stuff and feel the stuff you know then it's part of their life it, it's just it stays with you there's not there's not going back you know in terms of like you know i didn't know how to do it because you've been doing it
1: yeah uh, so exactly. it's important
0: uh, so I, I love it i mean it's it's you get the visual through the illustration, but you have also the concept of the movement and 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 the applica- application of it in terms of like la- now, now. I I do want to get just for our audiences and even for me, if you can just give us like a picture of like you know maybe a you know a little scene in the book or something to to show us like how it all interacts. Like, let's say if I was a kid right now, and I'm, I'm the child reading the book. How would I apply that?
1: Um, so one of the uh, landmarks that they visit is the Colosseum. So Mm. the book explains how the Colosseum was used and um, invites kids and whoever's reading along with them to uh, embody the lion, uh, a lion that is at the Colosseum. And just finding the strength of, okay, I'm pretending to be a lion, so it's not (laughs) like be strong, but embody that strength you know with your movement um and so you're enacting reenacting a story within the learning
0: so i mean literally like kind of like in a play right i mean you read the script and you actually act (laughs) on it and and by the way kids do that all the time they read something and you know again talking about comics you know superman came out you know Every kid is like, you know, put in a cape and like running and doing the movement. And like, you know, Superman, yeah. you know, <laughs> you, know you, you get a character and everybody is like trying to mimic that character's movement and do the same. It, it is amazing, you know, how the mind and it's the, it's vivid. I mean, it's really, it, it picks those things. And you're right. If you add the, it's like almost, we, we know of the concept of 3D now and 4D. Like it's got a full experience. Really, that's what it, this does. It's just in a, an old format. I mean, you have the visual, you have the artistry there the, or the artistic part of it then you have the movement part so when you add those things you do get actually a 4d 3d i mean th- that's what you experience in the 3d and 4d type of theater for example you are getting the whole you know you're feeling it you're seeing it and then you get the movement with it so that's the 4d yeah. part <laughs> you're just creating a in, in in traditional 4d concept before the cgi business <laughs> in the movie industry <laughs> and i adopted i guess but but that's that's just you know the idea behind you know what we're supposed to have. I mean, you know, to in a lot of places, you don't get to have a good practice in terms of your education and and what you read. You know, you read a story, you imagine it's one thing, but you read the story and act on it is two different things. I, I you know it's it's just not the same. You're right. If we do a, a script like if we read a book right now and then there's a script and then we get to act it, you know, then then you first of all you memorize that book. You actually it's not going anywhere. I mean if you ever had a line, like I did theater a long time ago, and I still remember my line, <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> and I remember exactly my role, and you know it was a small role, but but you know it was just something that you're not never going to forget, and that's exactly and I think when kids do apply these things, they don't go away. It's it's somewhere in the memory, and they get triggered at a certain time, and sometimes you never know when that's going to affect their real life. At a point, you know, when they're grown. Because there may be something that an experience that will encounter and then oh, maybe they'll apply some of the stuff that they've read in that book or any other book for that matter. Definitely. So, um, so mindfulness. Let's talk about that. Yes. In, in the context of the book, you know, how does that how is that you know um important for, for our for the children reading the book?
1: Uh, So it's presented on a very uh, base level, but aligning the breath with the movement. So just focusing on, okay, when I am doing this movement, I'm inhaling. And when I'm doing this movement, I exhale. That's taking the mind off of everything else that's going on and, and putting it into their body. So... Which is just gonna help uh, ground them and relax their body more. Um, So, So, that.
0: So, you integrate in really the yoga concepts because mindfulness is part of the yoga world, right? I mean, you have to like really just. Inhale in, get all this stuff, be mindful of your surroundings. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of concept. And and you're integrating this. So in the story of the book, as if if I was to enact, you know, the, you know, some of the character in the book, will I be able to actually do that? Is there like an exercise part of this in, in the in there?
1: Uh yes. So again, it's very, it's not a extensive sure. um description, but it introduces some of the base concepts and uh, instructs the base movements um to get started and um, and have fun in the meantime
0: well, so so what do you do? I mean, you almost are building yoga into the children's mind as as a good way to a practice, you know or to integrate in their life because I think think if I read the book and I'm a child, then you know maybe a second one, whatever, or similar books. You know, now you introduced the idea of yoga integration into my lifestyle. I think that's that's pretty cool because I mean, you're 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 giving them an because again, a lot of people make the choice to go to yoga. In your case, same thing, you practice it. But as a child, when they get accustomed to something from that early age, they basically it becomes part of the culture, becomes part of what they do. So you. Kind of almost introducing next generations to yoga. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that is that am I getting that or or I'm just yeah. you know. <laughs>
1: uh absolutely, definitely. Um at least some of the the grounding aspects of it and just moving around. So some again, just movement rather than thinking of full on exercise, but getting the you know, body in motion stays in motion. Um in the book. Iris doesn't want to go to school uh, that morning, so the mom is using this adventure around the world to kind of help get her out of her thoughts and uh, get her ready for her day.
0: Wow! I mean, so so that that's another thing. I mean, that's another angle. It's really a, you know an actual tactical you know strategy to get them. You know to really like what where the the journey in the day whatever so it's kind of like you know almost um you you, you know like we use a sleight of hand kind of concept in in in, in games and cards you know it's like you get the sleight of, of brain here like you know you you almost get them distracted a little bit and get them prepped and then this way it's not like you know no reaction or like immediate you know like no or i'm not really you, know, you get them really prepped like excited about doing some stuff uh so you know it's pretty interesting um now something inspired you for the book specifically or, or yes. Yes. What, is, it what is was
1: actually about uh, feelings originally so um after my yoga certification, uh, a friend of mine said you you know you really should bring the the yoga aspect in and it just completely turned in uh, a completely different direction from there so it still has uh some of it was feelings and animals originally so still self-awareness kind of idea but incorporating that movement in
0: wow um i I guess whoever that friend is (laughs) they contributed contributed (laughs) to this right you gotta thank them right um so so now you did this. How long ago since the book was was uh, published?
1: Uh, about five or six months ago.
0: All right. And and I'm assuming the book is available on all the book platforms, you know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all those, you know, places. Yes. It, okay. And obviously it cannot be audio. This has to be illustrated. So you have to really get the copy and, and okay. check it out and, and visualize it and read it. Um, all right. And uh, where can... Do you have like a website or something where people can actually go to you or they just have to go to the Amazon direct?
1: Um, yes, on Instagram, you can follow me at Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, care, C-A-R-E underscore uh, S-W-F-L.
0: Thank you. So now I want to go back to one key question and this is maybe for people who want to do like the work you do. How easy was it for you to actually write a book and, and get it published? Because I, I know that's not a simple process. You know, for uh, what would you tell people you know <laughs> if they're potentially interested in doing something like that
1: I would say it it took me over a year um the illustrations especially you know putting those together but finding someone um you can go on Fiverr in this case uh I was referred to a friend of a friend but someone that is familiar with the Amazon, formatting um that is definitely Mm. a challenging part and getting the everything to fit inside and the number of pages and that kind of thing so you know even if you have a small idea um just writing that stuff down maybe you don't um put it into action right away but if you have an idea putting it on paper and making it a legitimate uh putting that, get that ball rolling.
0: Thank you. So now question for you, how do you feel about the fact that you have a baby? It's really a baby, your baby, (laughs) you know, out in the world, you know, in the form of a book and, and, and sharing the values and and some of these things that can literally transform and chill, you know, help parents and children, you know, in the long run.
1: Um, I am loving it. I love the, journey of it and the learning through it all. Um, I've got lots of other ideas. And like you said, just continuing to branch out and build on it. So, you know, just those small steps do kind of snowball. Even if you don't think they're a very big step, making even the smallest step a step, it continue, it gets the ball going.
0: <laughs> Now, listen, you 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 passed that. I mean, you you started the journey, you delivered, you know, the the actual goods, and now it's just the next stage, and that's the, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, I I admire people. I, I always say this, and I'll say it again today: um, people who are authors and writers, they change the world. I mean, literally, they are the ones who actually put in stuff, you know, information and knowledge you know, so next generations can take it. doesn't matter what level of book, what kind of book, you know, if it's a book, it's probably the knowledge that, you know, and again, we have a lot of knowledge today because of our ancestors who actually left books. Um, if you don't leave books, I mean, you know, there's, you know, so you guys are doing a terrific job in terms of the work. And so I get a lot of authors and writers, you know, on on the shows, and we talk about different topics, but in the heart of it, you know, I, I believe that, their mission you know is is unique and and they are contributing to a legacy uh and that is that is uh, admirable it's honorable i love it so i guess i guess the next one will be the next book and then the next book and you have a series Uh, maybe maybe that character now you know they're just another journey i mean (laughs) different (laughs) different angle you never know yes you never know well i'm I'm sure something's cooking so i'm not gonna ask but i'm sure something's there
1: (laughs) yes steve hopefully we'll get to chat again
0: yeah, well, definitely. So so um any last uh word coming into the, to the the hour and what is a good advice to to the children to the parents and to our audiences, you know, just just what would you say to people about, you know, reading or or the importance of reading books specifically?
1: Um I think bonding over it. So whether you with older kids talking about what they're reading or um Younger kids drawing a picture about the book together and just making it a family or bonding experience, I think, goes a long way. I know growing up, my family and I had a book book time where everyone had their books and we talked about what we were reading and all hung out together. So that was a great memory. Um, So just creating those connections through it is important.
0: What you said is very powerful. You had something as a memory from your childhood where you were actually doing this, and 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 so see, this is the what we discussed about. You know, like when you do something at, the, at an early age, it sticks with you now look you went through education you went through the fitness world and the yoga world but yet you know that kind of stayed with you and now you're almost delivering that for other families to have the same it, you know it's that that's amazing when how things work and it doesn't fail i mean i you talk to other people about different things and this stuff that is from the youth from those those days they it's like it's always with you it's, it becomes part of you so um really listen does. so so i guess we have to thank your parents as well <laughs> And your family for for allowing that, you know, uh, uh, your love for books and and for reading books and things like that, because maybe that's what triggered this, you know? And, um, again, I'm sure there's a reason behind it and you did it, but you're relating to it. So that means it was important. And I think it is important. So,
1: yes. Well, thank you. Um, do you have any memories as a child where you were talking, uh, with different people about what they were doing? Me personally? Yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, a lot of memories. uh,
1: entertainment uh, (laughs) industry that led to that?
0: Not with entertainment. Like, you know, again, parents, you know, uh, talking to me. I mean, my my dad, you know, was always there, and we were talking about different things. And, uh, you know, I mean, I... uh, I live with some of these these concepts that, you know, uh, I spent with him. I mean, I had a different childhood, like I said. I mean, I, I was a lonely child, so that's a little different, <laughs> you know. Um, I was in activities, um, but but many things that I've learned since I was a kid, you know, are things that I drive. I mean, I for example, I, I relate all the time. I, I stayed this whole time that I've been in martial arts since I was nine years old. You know, my dad was in martial arts and he introduced me to them. And, you know, that became part of my life and, you know. I'm 51, and it's, it's cool it's, it's and in so- my life, you know. So so yeah, I mean, those are the things. I mean, you know, like my mom was always there for me, and you know, she told believe me, she told me how to cook, so I I, I can cook, you <laughs> know. You know, so so stuff like that, you know, it it stays with you. Like you know, my, I tell my kids, you know, I I was a kid, I was able to actually make my own meals and things like that, and it was something that I enjoyed, and and so there's you know all kind of stuff. uh In terms of books, I mean, they're, they they. They loved, you know, for me to read books and they, they I used to get collections of, of books and, you know, and then we'd go trade books and, you know, you know, with friends and you get to these bookstores and you just kind of give, you know, old ones and get the new ones. And it was all fun. I mean, so it, you know, the childhood memories are like amazing and the good and the bad, by the way, some, some, you know, things that, that could be bad, they stay with you. But luckily I don't have a lot of bad memories from my childhood, you know, know, life And, uh, but that's really who you are. And I think it changes your life. Um, And uh, now you can certainly shift at any given moment. You're not always conditioned to those things. Yes, they are part of your baggage, you know, and they're with you. But if they're bad, you can get out of them. And if they're good, you hold on to them. That's all. I mean, that's another advice that I always tell people, you know, just because you have a set of circumstances, that's one thing. We all have our circumstances. But as you grew up, you know, you take the good and you dump the bad. That's it. I mean, you have the ability to do that. We have the ability. um but but the good memories, they just they just stick. I mean, like I said, I mean, uh, I, you know, my dad passed on, but but, you know, his memories are with me, and the things that we did as a kid, you know, as a, as a kid with him, and, you know, the support he was there and, and the parents told us that. I mean, I, again, I didn't have you know brothers and sisters. So I cannot talk to 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 that effect, you know, because I know people who have siblings, they have a different experience. You know, like my daughter and my kids, you know, they always tell me, like, well, dad, you're not like us, you never had brothers and sisters, you know, so you don't <laughs> understand how it works. <laughs> I'm like, <"Yeah>, <laughs> it's, it's amazing, you know, like how things, but I think, I mean, we all have something that is that that drove us to where we are today, and it makes who we are as, a, as a humans and our contributions to humanity. And I think we all want to do something like. I, I like to teach you know some stuff that I learned before, and I believe that anything that you learned from way back then to, to this moment is meant to be taught to others. Uh, you know, knowledge is not supposed to be you know hidden and kept by yourself. I mean, eventually we're all going to die, and if we don't share that knowledge in a form or another, it's gone, right? It, it disappears. You are doing it in the form of books. I'm doing it in the form of podcasts. You know, so we have different formats in doing it. I mean, actually, you're doing it in the form of podcast too because you are talking about this stuff now and people are encouraging people to actually get the access to the book. So this is something that's going to be for life. I mean this is the internet world now this- you plug one of these shows in there and that's it they're gone. I mean they're they're forever <laughs> in circulation <laughs> somebody somewhere you know in this generation or next one will probably come across something right and that's 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 the part of it you know we're not just here to take we're here to give. Uh, at least that's my my philosophy in life. You know, we're not scavengers. We're not, you know, <laughs> you know, just taking, taking, taking. We're not Pac-Man. You know, pac woman right. <laughs> We're here to actually give and 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 contribute and and do good things. You know, and uh, absolutely. Um, we take the best, and that's it. Like again, you had great memories. I got great memories. But some people may say, "Well, my memories are not that great." You know, and you know, if that is the case totally understand i mean not everybody has different you know the same lifestyle and whatever experiences but but always look for something that was good in your life you know there's always something good in our lives no matter who we are no matter what we experience you know if we look at all the big picture and you know yeah maybe it doesn't look good but what was something good in there and that's good enough for you to take on and i think that's that's a beautiful part if you actually are able to extract that that's enough to actually give you fuel to, to be a better person and change, you know, and help others. And sometimes the stuff we lack when we are kids, you know, is a driver behind us doing more. I mean, many people don't have stuff given to them and now they want to give because they were not able to get that, you know? So it could even be, you know, positive no matter how you slice it. It's just how you look at it. I mean, I I think you, you also talk about mindset, you know, uh, you know, I, I think I've read something about your, in your bio about mindset. Mindset is everything, right? It's how you look at things. You can change the world. You can change the, your perspective of the world.
1: Yeah. As uh, one of your biggest struggles, you can help others get through it as well.
0: So. And, and by the way, that's that's a, a mission on its own, right? You know, not, there was a satisfaction to helping people. Uh, you know, Absolutely. I, there's a joy to it. <laughs> and, you know, and people that are missing that part, they don't know what they're missing. You know, try to help someone and, and the joy you're going to feel is going to be unique and different and it's going to change your life. You know, when you, wow, look what I've done. I mean, I I, I really helped someone and it, they're better, they're happier. And it just doesn't have to be money. It could be helping them with ideas, helping them with support, helping them just, just being there for them, just listening to them. You know, and that's the thing. Like helping doesn't mean like, oh, I they got to take from me. You know, there are things that are free you know caring is free i mean being a nice person doesn't cost anything (laughs) you know you don't have to like you know buy it you know um so so many things we can do to change lives and help listen you wrote a book because of you put all the stuff that's in your life in in that perspective right and now you share that now i know this is not going to be the end i'm pretty sure that if we talk a year from now you'll be like i'm doing my second book three (laughs) books i know that for a fact because you know, maybe, maybe it's a challenge, <laughs> you know, people, you know, we'll go back a year and like, what's up? You know, be like, I oh, you, you got it. I mean, not even, let's say it's not a year, four years, three years, five years, doesn't matter, you know, but I know it's not going to end there. The journey continues because it's like a bug. Like, it's like, it's with you. Like, you know, you can't, it's like, uh, I got to do more. I got to do more. Okay. Yeah. Ultimately you want to see results, but, but many people had a book, had something and it was not the biggest, you know, sale, or vice versa. It was the greatest sale. That didn't stop them one way or the other. They still do, you know, they do because of what they want. You know, money is good. You know, that's not that we don't have to discount that. We we can't live without it. But most of the people that do things, they don't do them necessarily for the money, they do them for the mission, for the, the the joy of it, the journey, and the money will come as a as a bonus, which is a good thing. And then the more money comes, the more you can do. Beautiful win went went for all. So <laughs> I don't know if I answered your question. I mean, you know, that was my 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 Yeah, my, my absolutely. For, for for a quick question. So um but yeah, so so I got you know, so we reversed the interview. <laughs> I like that. That was good. <laughs> I love the mm-hmm. way you did it. He did it as a as a, a true teacher. He <laughs> the question you need the student to answer, right? <laughs> um all right. Well, listen, I mean, sorry, it, it's been you know pleasure. I had a great time. Um again we already had, you know, our advice to people and um, yeah, folks, please do check out the book and uh, you know, if you have kids definitely get it, you know, and, and share with the kids and share uh, into the world of yoga. And you want to introduce you to your kids? I think that's a, that's, that's really a no brainer, right? I mean, it's like, <laughs> Hey, this is the best thing I can give to my kids and get them integrated with the idea. So uh, listen, movement is key. Health is key. Wellness is key. You are touching all that. So thank you, sir, for what you're doing.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me—an opportunity.
0: It's uh, my pleasure, and I learn stuff, and uh, you know, I get excited about these discussions because you know. And again, when when before we start a show, I I have a set of things that I want to talk about, but it always goes different ways, <laughs> you know, which is okay because yes. you know what—that's how it is. It's supposed, to, you know. Uh, There are different shows out there and there's different programs. There's different formats. There's some scripted. There's some so linear and rigid and, and it's okay. That's a format. I like this. This is like ad hoc. We have a discussion, you know, we have a core topic, but it goes left. It goes right. I'm sorry. You know, we take it, whatever it goes, you know? So we have an hour to, to have fun and also to help and share and enlighten to our people, you know, that are listening. Maybe we say something that's going to make a difference in their lives and that's that's the most important part to me that's that's a life changing and that's what motivates me so
1: yes I agree
0: (laughs) all right well listen uh, thank you so much Sarah for being with us
1: well thank you this was a lot of fun thank you so much
0: you're welcome and folks thank you for being with us for watching for listening and uh, we'll be talking soon new Danish topic uh, hurricane age we'll talk soon bye for now (laughs)